What's going on, good people? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Paperbacks and Soundtracks. We are your host, the Chabada Boys. I'm Magic. As always, I got my homie with me, man. What up, K? Hey, man, what's going on, man? Ain't nothing, brother. How you feeling? I'm good, man. Like I said, man, another busy weekend in the rear view, man. I had to get suited and booted again. I saw you. Know? you. I saw yeah, you. <laughs> man. I had to get suited up, man. I had to show people, you know, that, that I, you know, I, I could be a dapper Don if I wanted to, you know? Yeah, I seen <laughs> you out there, brother. I seen you, man. You was looking good, man, once again. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. You know? So, okay. I don't know. I can clean up nice, man. Right. Look, might have to carry a guitar with a, you know, a guitar case with a gun in it. For no reason. <laughs> yeah. a desperado on him, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay, man. We got a special guest with us, bro. Oh man, this is this is an exciting one, man. We, we, yeah. we shot this guy out at least three times each episode. So man, Facts, you know, man. He's been supporting finally, us. Finally, he stepped on the program with us. For real, man. He, he's been supporting <laughs> us ever since the first time he heard the show, man. He's always showing us love over uh doing his lives on the Black Comic Lords when he's you know giving us beautiful sermon, man. He'll give you comic <laughs> books mixed with some real life stuff, man, and just always giving out great information on, on all aspects of life and comics, man. And uh, he's an OG, man, for real. We learn a lot from him. So, uh, you know, without further ado, uh, let's introduce our OG, man. OG Rich is in the building. What's going on, bro? Not a whole lot. First of all, I want to just thank you guys for uh, inviting me. It's a honor and a privilege. So I'm here to Chop it up with the Chibata boys. You know, how, <laughs> yeah. you know how I feel about you guys, man. I, I really enjoy uh, the podcast, and uh, you know, yeah. this is this is fun for me. So I'm glad it, you guys invited me. It's mutual, man. You know, we always showing up when you do your little pop ups on on, on Sunday. You yes, know, sir. you always. I love when he says. I'm not going to keep y'all long. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be here long. I'll be like, he's, a, he's like, I'm not going to be here long. And then three hours later, <laughs> like he's just like, like a preacher, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's, 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 it's a wonderful way to, to end the week or to start the week, you know, on a yeah. Sunday or even when you do them on like, you know, randomly during the week. You know, I'm like, oh, Rich is on. Let me let me see what he's talking about today, man. I was mad last week. We was recording on Tuesday. Oh man, he was doing the competition for for your um for your birthday. He was giving yeah. out some books and stuff, man. I came yeah, in too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, you know, it was weird, man. I I wanted to do something for my birthday, and uh, you know, some community that support us and and hang out with us all the time. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just put together a few books and uh, you know, put out some some uh uh I didn't even really do only I only did one trivia question. Yeah. The rest of the books were basically, you know, if you want this book, let me see say yes. You know, say the first person <laughs> to type yes got the book. So you know I mean, what I'm saying? The the, so, the the giveaways went went pretty quick. So oh nice uh, so, man. So, what were you giving yeah. away? <laughs> Man, I gave away, uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, let's see. Uh, I gave away like five issues of uh, Nighthawk, mm. uh, Daryl, uh, my David Walker. Yeah, David F. Walker. Uh, a, okay. A, a brother, a, a Dr. Dr. Voodoo, a brother Voodoo number one. 
Let's see. Yeah, Black, Black Panther and the crew. Black yeah, Panther and the crew. Uh, trade. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we really missed out. <laughs> yeah, man, we was in, we was in here talking way too long. <laughs> yeah, man, I uh, I think it was a a divinity trade. Yeah, I saw that uh, one. I did yeah, see that Cap- one. Captain America, Falcon, uh, trade, and but the big giveaway was a uh, I gave away. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, comic book Loveless by uh, from Azzarello. you yeah yeah from, from i've heard i've heard you mention it before yeah. yeah it was like 24 issues man i gave away 24 issue whole full run wow, wow. and uh yeah man some other stuff too so but yeah that was that was basically most of it that's awesome man that's so awesome but uh, before we jump into uh the breakdown let's give a shout out to k and uh his his post office they finally came through <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> it got the my fire. man dripped in that Chibata. Love yeah, it. man. Yeah, I'm that's finally up, geared man. up, man. I finally <laughs> geared up, man. I got other stuff over here, too, man. Let me pull up a hoodie real quick. I oh, got you got the hoodie? hoodie. Ah, oh, yeah. There I feel good now. Up, man. Oh, man. There it I'm is. so happy, man. Shout out to Winston's <laughs> win, man. Keep Finally, man. He finally got it, Winston. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to be happy to hear that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah looking good, man. man. So listen, fellas, let's jump into the breakdown, man. Um, so I was probably the last person to, you know, watch the episode, of course. Um, but the What If, man, the Marvel What If series, man, that so, last episode with Killmonger was beastly, yo. <laughs> it was in Wakanda with Tony Starks and, oh, man, it, it was it was a lot going on. How did you guys feel about it when you watched it? Oh man, so I I was uh I kept wondering if that was really Michael B. Jordan the whole time because his voice sounded like him, but then it didn't <laughs> at some at certain points. But it was just all around fun, man. Like I, I yeah. love the what if series as a comic series. So what they've been doing with those with those cartoons has just been amazing. Again, man, hats off, man, because yeah. a lot of people always say that that Marvel can't do animation the way DC does. But right. damn, man, did what if kind of take some cookies the way from, uh, yeah, from yeah. DC a little bit? We man. we definitely been some of those people that have said that in the past. No, oh, yeah, we have. Yeah, we absolutely, we absolutely have. Oh, gee, how'd you feel about it, man? Um, it was good, man. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, man. I think. Um, you know, it was it was definitely, I think, the best one so far. Uh, I did enjoy the the Marvel Zombies though. That was yeah, that, yeah, was, that was another yeah, yeah, that was a good one too, man. And uh, but yeah, the man, the 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 situation with Killmonger. I think that man, um, when you think about it, bro, how he got to the throne mm-hmm. was was I mean, that's as about as shady as as, as clever as you right. get, bro. I mean, right. I'm serious, man. I that that I think that this this particular episode had a lot of, you know, drama yeah. in it, and you know what I'm saying. So it had some action too in it, but it had a lot of drama in, in terms of how he was able to maneuver himself and get next to the king, and yeah, and it was a, it was pretty amazing, man. I really enjoyed it, man. I, I hope they do more with the what if, man. That, the yeah. animation has been phenomenal, like 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 Kay was saying, and. I'm definitely enjoying it, man. So mm-hmm. Marvel doing yeah. their thing. I, I they they have yeah. not they have not disappointed. Right. So, yeah, that's for, what's up. For me, I, I know love, you guys um go back, you know, with the what if stories and I, I've never read any, but I, I know you know Kay has. I'm I'm pretty sure OG has. 
Um, and I'm not sure if the series is if the season's done yet or not. But I don't know if there's more coming. But uh, if there's not, like, what would you guys like to see, like, you know, brought to the to the table as far as you know some more episodes? Like, what what stories have you read that you would love to see? I mean, uh, if I had to pick one, I would want to go with the uh, with the first issue with what if um, what if Spider Man joined the the Fantastic Four? Okay, you know, I would have okay. loved to have see. I would love to see that one come. Yeah, and then there's another one too where. It's a what if series. It's uh, the first series where they had um, it was uh, Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, and two other people. I forgot. I can't think of the names right now. Where they were the uh, where they were the uh, Fantastic Four, and that was oh, pretty wow. good too. And I would love to see you know King Kirby. Man, I'm a Kirby guy, so yeah, I would love to see you know Kirby come, you know, make his way to to the screen in any way possible. So yeah. How about you, OG? Anything, anything that you'd be looking forward to seeing? What if X Men stayed in Asgard? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. That particular issue, I think, is pretty dope. And uh, Storm, she becomes a Thor. Oh, um, I can't wow. even think what they what technical name is, but yeah. So um, I think that would be kind of cool, you know, because we haven't got any any X Men stuff yet from on the right. MCU side. So right. I'm just ready to see. X Men and the MCU more than time. Yeah, that would be dope. Between the the Jack Kirby and the Stan Lee thing, that would be fire. And, and seeing Storm become uh uh like a Thor, that would be that would be crazy, man. <laughs> that would be yeah. real crazy. And the, another one that I was thinking of too was uh, what if Silver Surfer had got his hands on the uh, the Affinity Gauntlet? I mean, th- th- there's just so many, man. What if it's pr- is really dope, man? Yeah. If anybody has not read that, man, you're doing yourself a disservice, and I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still young in the game, man. Let me get to it. Nah, Let man, yo, this dollar it, bin stuff, man. I'm going to die for have, it. I'm a you have for no it. excuse. I, I promise. I promise. I'm going to die for it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna dive in there, man. I promise. I'm gonna get to it. So, you know, the question is really at this point now, since we finally got some dope stuff from uh, from the MCU as far as the animated stuff goes. Um, you know, this year has been pretty jam packed with like some pretty cool like animated movies, uh, TV series. So, I mean, we've had like Invincible, you know, that people right. were going crazy for. Um, we had Batman Long Halloween, you know, that was a good one. Uh, we even had the Batman, mm-hmm. the um, the Soul of a Dragon, which was pretty cool. So, right. Uh, I mean, so far, I mean, you know, 2021 has been been pretty jam packed with some cool animated stuff. But uh, what would you guys say so far is is your favorite that you that you've watched? I mean, I've only seen the What If stuff, so <laughs> I, I don't know. you didn't see Invincible yet. Oh, you know what? I did see a couple episodes of Invincible. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet. But from what I've seen of it, it is actually really mm. dope too. That is actually really dope. Okay. And, and that's coming from someone that didn't even read Invincible. So yeah, I never read it either. I never read it. It was yeah. too much about it for me. <laughs> I gotta say, it was um, man, it was brutal, man. I ain't think I ain't think Amazon <laughs> was rocking like that. But I, then <laughs> I, I remember they had the boys on the yeah, show. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, yeah. Invincible's pretty good, man. That's, that was a, that was a pretty good. They had back for another season too, I think. Yeah, so. yeah, they're coming back. Um, you know what's weird? I've seen, yeah, I've seen, uh, you know, all of the shows, uh, the animated stuff. But my honestly, my favorite anime stuff this year 
there's got to be Transformers. Oh, um, I stuff forgot on, about uh, that. On Netflix, man. On Netflix, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Because they, yeah, did, they just drop another season? On Netflix, for sure. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Transformers Prime with the uh, Dino box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I've enjoyed, like I said, I've enjoyed, you know, all the Batman stuff and, the, you know, the DC stuff. The only thing I hadn't seen from DC was the, uh, actually, uh, it was the uh, Justice Society. Justice Society had, like, a, an animated from, like, World War II. I didn't see mm-hmm. that. I haven't seen that. Uh, and I just don't have an interest in seeing that. So, um, yeah. but other than that, man, I got to say, man, I, I, I definitely enjoyed the... Uh, the Transformer stuff that the I didn't I watched like a few ish, a few episodes of the He Man series. Yeah. Once once they kill He Man, I was done with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of which is like of issue, quick. like episode one. Yeah, yeah, I fell off of that quick. Too. How you gonna have a series? How you gonna have a series about He Man and, and killing the first the first episode? That's, that's yeah. real. What the that hell? was that was weird. That was weird for me too. That was weird for me too. I think um, I think what I so far I, I want to say Invincible, and it's been yeah Invincible, and then and then the What If so far like those two are just um, amazing. Um, yeah, Invincible made me a fan. Like I never read the comic, um, but it made me want to go back and get them. Just like What If is doing that for me now. You know when when you guys talk about the other stories that haven't. Uh, that we haven't seen yet and you know the different stories that are out there it's like okay that makes me want to go out and get the get the stuff and I think that's kind of like the job that uh, a comic book show or you know movie you know I think that's what it's supposed to do at the end of the day it's supposed to pull fans in and make them go back and you know try and flip through those pages you know going back though a little bit uh, you talked about the what if there is one what if that would uh would, that would pique my interest and that is what if Captain America became president I think that's a I good remember one. that one that, that would be a, that would be a good one with today's climate what kind of president would oh, what would we yeah. get would, would he be more like Trump or Biden which one I don't want neither <laughs> one yeah now now that I'm thinking about yo there's a, there's another dope one uh another dope what if too whereas uh what if the Punisher's family haven't had didn't die Mm. That was Ooh. another one that was good. Wow. Where, where, the, where the Punisher becomes a cop. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say that wow. one. That one completely changed everything for him. Yeah. Wow. That was yeah. another good one. That's wild. <laughs> so, yep. um, but yeah. So you know, going on to the next topic, man. Um, so Venom, Let There Be Carnage, uh, our early screening came out for it. K. People are going crazy, bro. They say yeah. it's amazing. They're loving it's it. It's amazing. Yeah, they oh, say action pack. <laughs> they oh, say Carnage is wonderful. They're oh, loving man. it, man. Oh man! But, but the problem <laughs> is, they loved it so much that they started putting out spoilers <laughs> for the end credits, bro. They started spoiling it for us already, man. Um, and, and apparently, Tom Hardy was at the early screening, and he put out a statement in the beginning, like letting people know, like, please do not spoil the end credits uh, scene and. Uh, I read an article where I, I wanted to see. People just went and did it anyway. It did it anyway. They ain't even listen to the star of the movie. Yeah. Man. Human beings are terrible, man. Human beings are terrible. This is the worst of God's creations, man. Because Jesus Christ, man, come on. They couldn't. Listen the guy to the goes star up there and the says, movie. "Hey guys, don't spoil them. Don't spoil the end credits." And then, then some idiot is just like, "Oh, oh, I already did it." Right. You know like, come on, man. Like, so I'm I'm not gonna spoil it here, but I did read some stuff that could potentially be 
uh, the end credit scene. But I guess the the first question really is, do we really need to have the early screenings? Like, do, is this necessary? It, I don't know, man, because to me, uh, it, 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 all right, because I did get to see an early screening of Guardians of the Galaxy, but it was only 17 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, if it's like yeah. something like that, where like here, you're getting this little bit, this little piece, this little out of context piece, and this is what you get for this amount of time, that's fine. But if you're showing a bunch of people the whole movie and you're not taking away phones, you're not, you know, having them sign NDAs right. or anything, then, then, you know, you deserve to get your movie spoiled. And that, that sucks. Yeah. 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 It's kind of messed up, man. What you think, OG? Uh, you know, I I think that Marvel has been in the in this for a minute, so it's like, why are you doing it? You know, I mean, you don't have to. You you have a <laughs> the same about clientele. You know, people are gonna go show gonna show up and and, and go see the movie. So I, I don't really see the point in it. I, I will say this: maybe they look for reactions to see what what they think works, what doesn't work. Mm. Uh, and only and the only reason why I say that is maybe from a merchandising standpoint. It's like, okay, mm. if you introduce yeah, a, yeah. a new character or something, you know, if we put this this merchandise out or whatever, will, you know, this be something that people will be interested in? Other than that, I, I, I'm like, okay, I, I think that you give people 15, 7, you know, 20 minutes of a, of a show and, mm. you know, call it a day, man. But yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I don't know. I just think that... Um, They've been doing this too long. Now, Sony, here's the other deal. Sony is a little different. Yeah. So they they do stuff different. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know if they would have done it if Disney, I would say, would have done this or whatever. You know, because right. I've never heard of them even doing uh, you know, but of course, you know, again, you you, you have a full showing, you know, in credits and all, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you know, hey, we got this new information. Right, and and right. it's the internet, bro. The internet's yeah. forever. You know, it's undefeated. So yeah. people are gonna, you know, I, I mean, I, I'll just give you an example. I, I bought uh, a hardware variant and I bought it like three days early. Mm-hmm. And and the guy the guy that sold it to me was like, please, man, don't put this up. Please don't put <laughs> don't put this on Facebook. Please yeah. don't. Yeah, I'm right. Because he wasn't supposed to sell it to me. Right, right, right. And uh, you know, and I've seen guys, I've seen guys have books a week in advance. I'm like, how you get that? Yeah. No, you yeah, know, but it goes down. Do. It goes down for sure with them early, <laughs> with them early comic book releases. Yeah, uh, and that's the problem too with with, with everybody having blog sites and yeah. and and podcasts. They always people always want to be the first to first to break something news. because if not, the guy next to you is going to do that. Right. So I, it's one of those things, man. That that just people always do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree with both of you, man. I, I think the 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 17 minute whatever you know preview that K went to go see I think I think that's a great way to do it just to see how the crowd reacts get a little filler feeler for them see what they're doing and you know like like OG said with the merchandise and all that stuff so they can know exactly what they need to put out and and you know and when to put it out and stuff like that I think that's a that's a great idea um but honestly like I think we're gonna like we're gonna see the movies regardless you know what I'm saying like as much right. as everybody was like Shang Chi, like Shang Chi, like really, like this is what y'all doing, and then everybody went and seen it. It was like, yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, 
at the end of the day, we're going to watch this stuff. So I don't really don't think you have Absolutely. to do these crazy, you know, early screenings and stuff like that because you're, you're risking a lot for your movie, uh, you know, good or bad, you know. So, I, you know, we'll see. But like, like OG mentioned, you know, Sony may be doing things differently. You know, Disney might have handled it a different way. Maybe only because, you know, Disney does those those early screenings with the red carpet and stuff like that. But I think most of the time it's like the top media people that we, they know is not going to spoil it and yeah. actors, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, pretty you much. know, where they do those red carpet things uh, for the questions and stuff. But uh, when you mentioned Sony, that made me, you know, it made me think about how, um, you know, Sony and, and Disney with the MCU and everything, uh, there's a lot of people, you know, talking and saying that that partnership may come to an end or it may continue. You know, Sony's doing, they got the Venom 2 coming out. They got Morbius coming out. And a lot of rumors are coming out saying that Sony might be just building their own universe just all around Spider-Man and just kind of breaking away from the MCU and doing their own thing. But then when you see the, the Spider-Man No Way Home uh, trailer, you see there's a lot of multiverse stuff coming into play. Right. You know, we got Doc Ock in the in the trailer. You know, we had uh, the Green Goblin bomb in the trailer. Some people saying Jamie Foxx might even pop up in the movie, you know, and that's all, that's all Sony stuff. That's before they even partner with the MCU. So do you guys, yep. you know, how are you feeling? You think, you think Sony should stay with MCU or should they just branch away and do their own thing? Well, it's crazy that you mentioned that, man, because um, I was having lunch Sunday, uh, Sunday, and um, my brother-in-law kind of brought that up too. He was like, okay. "Yo," he was like, "I think, I think they're really trying to take uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man and make their own thing with it." And I, mm-hmm. I, I fully believe they are. I, just with everything that they're doing with Venom, they're, they're establishing a universe, man. Yeah, uh, I think that's just. I, I just think they are. I, I feel they are. I, I think, I think they should. I think they should, honestly. I think that'll be the best way that, that we can even bring Miles into a live action, you know, situation, especially with the MCU, the way that they open up the multiverse. You know, Absolutely. he might pop in sometime. What do you think, OG? You think they should, should, they, should they stay or should they leave? Is it cheaper to keep them? <laughs> I believe, I, I do believe it's cheaper to keep them. The reason why I'm saying that is because um, the, the, the deal... I, I, I reference one character in, in, in regard to all of this, and that's Hulk. Hulk is the yeah. only character in the MCU who's only had like one movie. All the rest right. of these, other than Black Widow. And the reason why I bring up Hulk is because it's like you got to fit a lot of stuff, you know, into what they're trying to do as far as the timeline. Yeah. And if you bring them in, that's the problem that you'll have, you know, because even right now, there's still no actual time frame to bring in the mutants. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think they they got something going out as far as like 2024. Yeah. No mutants on the on the rise on the on the schedule yet. So for me, it's like, okay, if I got Spider-Man, the Marvel, really the 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 crown jewel of Marvel, mm-hmm. why would I even go there? If I was Sony. I'd keep it pushing. I'd keep churning out movies. You got enough uh, characters. You got enough uh, villains. I mean, yeah. you like you said, you could do another four or five movies easy. 
yeah. you know, just carnage alone. I mean, you know what I'm saying? There, there's a couple of carnage stories that you could tell, uh, yeah. let alone Venom. And, mm -hmm. and you know, so, I mean, I think that they made, and I'm just speculating this or whatever. Yeah. King in Black was a dud, mm -hmm. but I do think that that could actually long-term work for work for yeah them. yeah especially with you know no because you could bring yeah you could you could bring in uh you know silver surfer you hadn't brought silver yeah. surfing he hadn't brought the fantastic four in yeah so that's what the there's, there's ways that they could do it around yeah yeah so uh you know i mean i if it was me if it was my dollar you know i i tell marvel thanks but no thanks we, we over here getting this jabot yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not big facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I would I would go ahead and do my own thing, man. Like Spider-Man has a very well, Par Peter Parker has a very nice Rhodes gallery. There are a bunch of spider people. <laughs> you know, yeah. you got a bunch my, of them where you can branch too. off. I wonder if Sony got the rights to to Agent Venom and they just haven't said anything yet. Just, oh, oh my god. Even to I say be, that. I, I honestly, <laughs> okay, they probably got the rights to everything. I just, I just, blew, that. I just blew my own <laughs> mind. Just like, blew his own head off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, here's the thing. See, Sony. I don't. I think Sony is also not wanting to show their hand. They're not really. I mean, they. You know, the yeah. the the thing is with them. I think is that you know, they're watching Disney do their thing or whatever. But they've been kind of coy. Yeah, you know, it's like when the, when they put the when they put the carnage in the movie in motion, um, there was a there was not a whole lot of talk around it. Right. But at the same time, it's like I think a lot of people on a mainstream level really didn't know who Carnage was, and you know, Venom was just starting to be appealing or whatever. So, because I don't think people thought that Venom was going to work, but it did. Yeah, it, and it, so it you know, of, a lot of Jamada. <laughs> yes, a whole lot. And I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, think about that for a moment. I mean, Venom was a standalone film. You didn't even, there was no Spider-Man. Well, mm -hmm. what's going to happen when you bring them together? Right. You, right. you know what I'm saying? It, so It's, it's going to blow up crazy. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I mean, at the same time, it's like, yeah, I think Sony should go do their own thing. But Marvel has the greatest pimp in the world backing them. Mickey Mouse don't play. Yeah. Mickey Mouse yeah. don't play. His pimp hand is strong. Yes, he'll is. find a way to keep that money. He'll find a way to keep them in there. So, I mean, but I agree. Sony should definitely go do their own thing. Mm. But can't, will, yeah. will they be able to walk away from all that money? That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, we, we got to wait and see. But I'm definitely, uh, like, I, like I told Kay last week, the week before, I'm gonna have to go check out Venom, man. I'm gonna have to go. Uh, have that's to go funny, there. man, because yeah, you was one of those. You were one of those guys. Was like, I don't, I don't look Venom. I don't know. I, I, I like, like the Tom comic. I, I He's like, I don't comic. like Tom Hardy. I don't like his face. I, I don't, don't like him. I don't. <laughs> I say it to his face. I, I was. I'll be honest with you. I'm the one that spoiled the end credits. It was me. Wow. <laughs> this guy, wow. this guy over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just seeing that that trailer, man. Carnage. I don't know, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Looked, I don't know how you cool. can't be? It looked cool. I ain't gonna lie, man. It looked cool. It looked cool. But yeah, man. So that's that's the breakdown. You know, we brought you guys some some pretty dope topics. You know, you guys 
can go on through the rest of the weekend, you know, figuring out what that that end credit scene uh, <laughs> spoiler was, you know, if you want to. But, you know, the movie's coming out, you know, October 1st. So you got time, you know, to keep, you know, hold your horses, you know. But, um, yeah, man, we're going to take a quick break right here and uh, we'll be back with Reads of the Week. So just listen to this message from our sponsors. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Peace. All right, guys, check it out. Okay, we got Winston's Wham back again as a sponsor for paperbacks and soundtracks. Listen, man, he's got the graphic tees, hoodies, lightweight hoodies, racerback tanks, regular tanks, baseball shirts, and even aprons for those people that think they know how to cook. Winston can at least make you look good. So definitely go check out Winston Wham on Instagram and Facebook. Tell them that your bottle boy sent you. Go get your drip up for one, two, seven days, whatever you're looking for. You know, he can put anything on a shirt, okay? He can put, if you're into comic book stuff, if you're into music stuff, anything, all right? Get creative, man. Send it in to Winston's Wham. Let them send you this stuff out. Shipping is very fast. It gets to you right on time. The quality of all the shirts and hoodies and everything that he's sending you is superb, okay? You can even iron over the graphics how many graphic shirts can you really do that with you wash it it stays bright and fresh no fade man so hit up winston wham let them know that Chibata boys sent you and uh oh yeah make sure you guys get one of those paperbacks and soundtracks t-shirts man while you're at it and uh go get whammed baby and we are back this is Paperbacks and Soundtracks. We are the Chibata Boys, joined by Black Comic Lord's own OG Rich. You know, you can yes, check sir. him out on Sundays when he does his live shows. Keep an eye on him. Sometimes he might just pop up on you on a Thursday, on a Wednesday, you know, do a quick, you mm-hmm. know, pop-up show. Uh, sometimes he got special guests on there, all the all that, man. So, um, so be sure to make sure you guys go check out Black Comic Lords on Facebook. Uh, yeah, man, it's a dope group. I, I really enjoy being in that community, man. So, um, we got reads of the week, fellas. Um, you know, basically when we talk about some comics that we uh, enjoyed or some trades that we enjoyed, and we just want to share it with all of you. You know, let you so you get you guys <laughs> out there checking out some books, man. So we're gonna let OG Rich kick it off for us, man. What you got, my brother? Yes, sir. So um, this book, this first book, man, is. Uh, a bad idea book okay um when this book first came out uh i couldn't get it because it sold out Mm. it was sold out everywhere and so i wound up picking it up in a long box uh later on so okay uh, but this is uh it's called walesville oh okay uh it's written by matt kind is about a there's a little town inside of a whale that lives inside of a whale Mm-hmm. Okay, now a little town, and you know they just kind of live. It's like south of the whale. <laughs> yeah, and, and what happens is one day, one day uh, a, a little boy shows up in the whale, and he's looking around like, "What are y'all doing?" You know, because like I said, it's like a regular little town. Yeah, and so basically he's trying to get them to see that there's a big old world outside of this whale. Why are y'all in this whale? They don't, they don't know that they're actually inside of a whale, okay? <laughs> so what happens is, <laughs> it's pretty funny, man. So what happens is they get all kind of stuff that come through the whale, you know what I'm saying, where there's, 
you know, uh, plastic or just junk or whatever, even birds. And so one day this little boy shows up and so he's telling them, I can get you guys out of here. You know, he's trying to give them hope. And basically what it is, is an, an analogy for people that are, um, you know, confined in their little world and they don't, they don't, you know, think there's a world outside of where they are. Right. So, uh, but one day uh, a harpoon shows up. The whale gets harpooned. And so there's this big metal thing in the middle of the, of this whale. And so the little boy understands what this is. But yeah. They don't know what it is. He's old oh, stuff shows up all the time. It's not a big deal, but the whale is bleeding. <laughs> and oh, so wow. they, they, they basically, <laughs> so basically they, they find a way to get the harpoon out. But what has happened is, is that the little boy's father is a whaler. And so mm. the whale swallows the little boy, you know, and he's basically trying to get his son back. But of course, the the, the little the little sea creatures they don't they clueless to all of this, right? And you know it's 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 like I say it's a fun story though the way they yeah. tell it. The the second story in it, rocks and minerals, is basically about these 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 rocks, like in the prehistoric age, and they basically are the head of civilization at this time. And so when they encounter man, what they call the smooth people or the smooth the smooth hands is what they call them you know they they talk about how oppressed they are and this is rocks talking about human beings yeah they, they just messed oh, up wow. civ civilization it's pretty funny man it's a deep a deep analogy but yeah it's a, it's a fun read man and you know i think that if um you know bad idea stuff is is is, is eclectic and kind of out of there you know what i'm saying so if you like fun stuff yeah you know i definitely would enjoy uh wellsville for sure okay yeah, that's different. That's yeah, different for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. I can dig that. A little trippy. A little trippy. Yeah, right. <laughs> what you got, Kay? All right, man. So I, I've said it last uh, last couple of episodes, man, that I'm on this '80s DC kick. So, oh. so my my pick is Vigilante Number Two. Ah, okay. So uh, it's written by Marv Wolfman and Keith Pillard. So, man, so this story was was crazy because. Um, the vigilante is actually like he's a lawyer so he ends up putting a guy in jail by the name of of leonard cord so leonard cord is accused of uh beating some beating a nun and raping a nun mm -hmm. so he ends up putting him in jail and then then in the story it comes to find out that so the guy ends up getting out of jail after some time after like a couple of years yeah so the vigilante goes on on a hunt to find him and and basically kill him and, and, and you know give him you know justice deal justice you know right so and it turns out in the story it turns out that um that the guy was actually innocent so he was let out early because he was innocent and they found the person that actually did it but the vigilante didn't know that so he ends up going on a spree and just beating him up and beating him up through his mother's house tossing him through things and <laughs> and, and threatening to kill him and it turns out that that he was actually he was actually innocent and he was framed the whole time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting stuff, man. 80s yeah. DC, man. This was so different because yeah. it wasn't like like a made up town. It was it was based out of Buffalo, New York, man. So Oh wow. 
Yeah. It was up there with um, was Rick Rick James Sight. Yeah. Yeah, it was up there with Rick James, Conway, you know. <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth, OG. Yeah, I'm about to say OG Jimbo was on the block, huh? Yeah, man. It's got me excited, man, because I got this bad boy right here, Vigilante number three, man. Okay. So this that's time? the next that's the uh yes it is by Marv Wolfman. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, this guy here had all the books, man. Was that under, no, that wasn't under your bed, was it? Nah, this was in a, this was in a closet. Oh yeah, by the way, look at that. It was in a closet. This was in a book That's bag. A dog in a closet. Shay. That's Nova number one. Yeah, sir. signed. This guy here, man. He bro, probably, you probably got this, about. Bro, you don't probably got about fifty, sixty thousand dollars under, under he, his I'm bed sure. in his closet. Just, I'm sure. Well, thank this you, Kay. Thank, sorry, thank sorry, you. sorry. Thank sorry, you for exploring some more gold to us. We gotta just tuck, just tuck your chain in. We just yeah. go. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Kay got me again. So I'm just gonna go ahead and show this little book, man. This is what I got for reason of the weekend. Uh, Batman '89. Uh, this is issue number two. Um, I'm I'm really enjoying this series, man, by uh, Sam Ham and uh, Joe uh, Kionis. Yeah, yeah. So it's part two of it. Um, first off, Batman or Bruce Wayne in this storyline is like an afterthought right now at this point. Okay. Um, so that's what's very interesting about this story. But it's continuing from you know the Batman eighty nine nineteen eighty nine movie with the Joker and you know all that stuff. Um, but it's exploring more of Harvey Dent and uh, how he's trying to balance being from a neighborhood, you know, from the hood, like where it's predominantly, you know, black and, you know, a lot of hard work and blue collar people. He's still trying to connect with them. But at the same time, he's the D.A. of D.A. of Gotham and. You know, yeah, he's got the pinstripe suits. He's super clean. You know, Billy D. You know what I'm saying? Like he's looking, yes, looking real good for all the people to see. But he still wants to be, you know, known in his neighborhood. So he's trying to figure out a balance between that at this at this uh, moment in the story, um, which is really cool just to see that character explored a little bit more. Um, and also in this story, um, you're, you're getting to know more of this this character named uh, Drake Winston. All right, that's his name. But finally found out his name. Uh, everybody thought that he was going to be Tim Drake or he was going to be uh, 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 Richard or uh, Dick Grayson, you know. But there's a totally different character from all the other Robins. He's a, his own character at this point. Um, and he's got his own secret life going on uh, right now in the story. But he's kind of like a combination of Richard Grayson and Tim Drake. Like he's super smart, you know, with the technology. Uh, but he can also do some other things uh, like like Rich like like Dick Grayson, um, but it's really cool. Like I said, like Batman is an afterthought in this story. Like you 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 get into this story, you think you're going to be getting like the um, a lot of the Michael Keaton Batman and all that stuff, but you really you really not right now. So if, if you know if you kind of want to take a little break from Bruce Wayne and the whole Batman situation right now, this is a dope one to to uh check out you know because you get a kind of like the origin story of the billy d williams um two-faced character and then you get you know the origin of marlon wayne's uh robin character that was supposed to be in the tim burton film uh the, the right. part two but it, you know it didn't happen uh that so movie didn't that movie didn't get made as far as that with marlon but apparently he still gets ciabatta from the batman 
you know, world yeah. of, of movies. He still gets money from that because he did sign on and the movie was supposed to get made, uh, but it got scrapped and he still gets money from it. So, you know, That's now, crazy. now we get what loophole did he find that he's just getting residual income <laughs> from a movie? He's got a really good agent. He got a great <laughs> agent, number one, and he signed that dotted line. You know what I'm saying? He's like, hey, this movie's not going to get made. But you're gonna still get paid for it, right? So it's like it did happen, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But they wound up replacing him with uh, what's his name, Chris O'Donnell, or something like that. In the next, yeah, the next uh, one. Yeah. But I don't even know if Tim Burton did that Batman movie or not. I'm not sure if he's that that Batman movie. Forever. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if Tim yeah. did Tim Burton do that one. Or, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but it was something sure. with that where everything yeah. got messed up and people still got paid. So, but yeah, I remember both, they made a lot of video games for that. Yeah, I'm sure. Batman been getting mm. at your body since 89, man. <laughs> but yeah, dope story, man. <laughs> Billy D, check it out. Yeah, didn't you say like Prince was in those two? Uh in the first one, it, it was a character that was it was the Joker, but he kind of looked like the the way Prince looked in that music video that they did for the for the first Batman movie. Uh-huh. It kind of looked like Pardon Prince. If, yeah. <laughs> if I could find that comment, if I could find it, I'll show it to you later. But it def- it definitely looked like Prince, like the way he was looking at the dude. It was like, is it supposed to be Prince? <clears throat> but um, yeah. So what 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 you got hmm. next, OG? Well, what I did was I went and dug in my long boxes, and uh, this is actually a four piece. But the book that I'm going to talk about in particular. Is this one? It's a Marvel book. This is Mephisto versus the X Men, and uh, this is actually issue three. Okay, because it's a a four part. It's a four part story. The first one, I'll just show you the books. The first one is uh, Mephisto versus the Fantastic Four, and the next one is uh, Mephisto versus the X Factor, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the last one is Mephisto versus the Avengers. So this is actually a, a, wow. a limited series, but um, particularly I've, I'm, I'm going to talk about this particular book here. But just to give you some backstory, basically Mephisto's and you know he's basically the devil and he's harvesting souls or whatever. So what he's done is that you know in the first one or whatever he kidnaps uh, Sue Richards, <clears throat> Sue Storm. I'm sorry. Well, I guess it's Richards at this point. They're married. Uh, kidnaps her and then uses her as a bargaining chip to to go on and and and, and kidnap Jean Grey in X Factor. Okay, mm-hmm. uses that uses her as a bargaining chip to kidnap Rogue. Right, and this is the this is that book here that that she's basically in. Okay, and you know anything about Rogue? Rogue can't touch you because if she right. touches you, then she absorbs your power and she absorbs. You know, energy the whole nine yards, and so um, what happens is um, it's basically just a, a, a cat and mouse game. They're trying to figure out how to stop Mephisto. Mephisto is a is a magical being. Doctor Strange is nowhere around, so they kind of like on their own. Yeah, you know, from the very beginning, Reed Richards is losing his mind trying to find out how to get his wife back, and and then find out trying to how to figure out how to get Jean Grey back. Mm-hmm. Then he's up to this point with with uh rogue or whatever and what happens is uh she kisses mephisto as oh, you can see on the cover oh, yeah and what okay. happens though is that she she takes in his essence of course and his power and she learns a lot about who he really really is 
So this is one of them sympathy for the devil type uh, stories or whatever, because she kind of figures out that, you know what, you you talk like you talk a big, a good game or whatever, like you're the master of sin and all this at the other, but you're really lonely, right. that kind of thing. Right, but um, right. ultimately though, his game is, his game is to, to get to not a role, but to get to a God. And of course that God being Thor. Mm. Which is which which plays into the, the fourth issue with the Avengers. Okay. So it's it's a pretty like I said, it's a cat and mouse game, the whole story series. But yeah, I, this is probably my favorite one. Uh, you know, it's a, like I say, it's Mephisto. You know, everybody been wondering when <laughs> Mephisto's gonna pop up yeah. in the MCU. Yep. So I thought I would I would talk about Mephisto tonight as far as a comic book. Because Mephisto is a dope character. I mean, he's very, very arrogant. You know, I would love to see him do a a, a new a new uh, I would say um, a comic with with him and maybe Loki uh, <laughs> oh, to just crazy. you know kind of go back and <laughs> yeah. forth. I think that would be kind of good. Yeah, know? but yeah. So that's, each that's, that's, that's OG each comic tie, ties mm-hmm. into the next one on pretty much. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. That's Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. That's dope, but it's like a soul. Each story is like solo, but it ties yeah. at the end. That's yeah. dope. But it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's a chain, you know. And yeah. so, um, those books are hard to find. Uh, you know, sure. it took me really? took me a couple of months to uh, to to find them, but you know, I was able to get all four. So, okay. The um, so wait, the X Factor like book, I think, is, yeah. Dollar bins, they just weren't, they weren't in the same bins. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, I'm going to one shop, going over to this shop, going to that shop, you know? So, cause I wanted to, I wanted to get the whole series before I actually read them. And uh, I think the X Factor one is is the hardest one to get. Cause that's actually the original, you know, if you know anything about X Factor, that's the original Avengers. And so uh, it's interesting too, because Mephisto plays this game with each of them like you know particularly with beast or whatever you know it's like well you really desire to be human or whatever mm-hmm. i can make you human or whatever and um you know he really doesn't mess with storm too much because storm you know she she bought that life so yeah get on out of here get on out of here she wakes up choosing yeah. violence <laughs> uh-huh exactly <laughs> so okay what you got man all right man so i got uh, keeping it kind of in the 80s, man. Uh, I went Marvel Avengers 310, man, from 1989, man. That dope cover, man. Good, I got yeah. this got this out of a dollar bin, man. So basically, man, um, Blast, uh, Blast Star kind of invades Olympia, man. Yeah. And ends up uh, fighting, uh, fighting Thor for the most part, man. And he ends up, like, washing the Avengers. Thor's keeping wow. up with him a little bit, man. But then, you know, uh, he gets a little bit of some help, man. Uh, the Eternals come in and kind of uh, handle handle business, man, and, and get Blastar out of here, man. But, you know, with a little assist from the Eternals, man. So well, that's this what's up. A, yeah, this was a really fun one, man. This is, uh, I think, uh, John Byrne uh, writes this one. Okay. Byrne was really, you know, obviously a famous... Uh, uh, X Men writer man, so I mean, he got his hands on right. Avengers man, and you know Fantastic Four. I heard he did a great run on that, on those as well. I gotta catch up on those for sure. Okay, that's what's up, man. Especially being that we got the Eternals coming around the corner, so yeah, you know it was funny. I didn't, I didn't know about it. I just grabbed this out of a dollar bin. I, I just like that cover. I just thought yeah. the cover was pretty sick. 
And man, I got, I got, I, I got my money's worth, man. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's worth, man. I got my Chabada's worth, man. And it's got good. a little Eternals, yeah. <laughs> little Eternals action, man. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I mean, for my last story, honestly, I I, I came across um this story um called it's a it's, uh, an Illuminati story written by Joshua Williamson. So I was on the hunt for that when I was at the shop, and I found mm. him, which was cool. You know, I found him, but I also found this story, uh, Avengers, uh, uh, New Avengers, Luke Cage story. It's a three part mini, um, and it's written by a uh, John. Arcudi and the art is by um, Eric Canty. Now, I ain't gonna lie, the artwork wasn't that great to me. Like I've seen better artwork on, on Luke Cage stories, um, and I've talked about Luke Cage stories in the past. The and I, and I like to find like different like miniseries um, to build up my Luke Cage catalog, only because you know that 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 throwback stuff is hard to find, and and the way my my bank account is set up. My, my Chibata don't stack right for that right now. Uh, I got to wait for that. So I'm, I'm going to settle for the other dope stories. Um, and this one was pretty cool, man. It actually does not take place in New York. It takes place in Philadelphia. Oh, really? uh, yeah, it was pretty cool because I'm like, all right, that's dope, you know. So you know, Luke Cage goes to Tony Luke's. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was looking for him to have a, have a cheesesteak, man. I ain't gonna lie. But um, it was pretty cool, man. So basically, uh, a friend of his um, tries to start up his own, like, Heroes for Hire type of thing in Philly. Um, and he comes up mm. against, you know, some some bad dudes, man, that uh, kind of take him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so Luke Cage has to go there and he, you know, does his thing. He gets his evidence. He's, you know, working with a couple of guys in the city uh, to solve, like, you know, you know, who did this to, you know, to my boy, man. And I always like stories like that with Luke Cage because it just, it's like the opposite of, of Batman. Like he's a really dope and good detective, but he keeps it super hood. You know what I'm saying? Like he keeps it super streets. And, and, and I love that, man. And that's, this story was, like I said, it's a three issue mini, but it was a really fun, deep story, man. You know, you got the drug game and, all that stuff mixed in with the story. Jessica Jones is his, uh, you know, is is with him in this story, not like on the adventure, but you know they got the baby at this point. Yeah. So, um, it, but it was a fun story, man. Every Luke Cage story that I've read, the little mini series, like the the Luke Cage Noir that OG put me on, uh, that was a fun read. There's a lot of mini series out there. Like if you can't get those those big heroes for hire or the Power Man and Iron Fist stuff. From back in the day, like there's some really good miniseries that you can pick up for uh, Luke Cage, man. This was one of them, so I would suggest this one, man. It's a three issue mini. Uh, it was in the back issue bin, so it was like half price. So I was I was cool with it, man. I was I was I was excited to read it. Yo, um, fun fact about those books I was showing you, the the, the Mephisto books. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's I wanted to mention this because I thought it was crazy, just to show you that comic book creators don't talk to one another. Or when they do talk to one another, they get confused. So in this first issue, Fantastic Four, this is She-Hulk is a part of the Fantastic Four doing this run. Okay, okay. she she's on the team, mm -hmm. but she's also on the team in the Avengers book. So when I saw this, I, was, I just fell out laughing. So you know they didn't even when they were putting these books together. That's like they didn't even talk to one another. Yeah. They would put her on the team, and she's I'm like wow. 
we're going to take a quick break right here and uh, we'll be back with check out the melody. So go get yourself a drink, go get yourself a snack and uh, check out this dope track from Fog Mob Music. Peace. Okay, people. Do you remember going to Toys R Us or KB Toys on a Saturday afternoon after watching your favorite Saturday morning cartoon and getting to the store and not being able to find that character on the shelves? Or reading a comic book and just wishing that somebody would turn your favorite character into an awesome action figure that you can have in your personal collection. Well, guess what? Paperbacks and soundtracks, the Chibata Boys, we have teamed up with Weapon Hex Customs, which they specialize in customization of Marvel Legends and Funko Pops, okay? So if there's any character that you are looking for that you want in your personal collection, all you got to do is go to Instagram or Facebook and hit up Weapon Hex Customs. Okay. They are uh, very good at what they do. If you go in there and you look at the website, you see these different pictures and just all the different action figures and the Funko Pops that she's been putting together. Man, no one's doing it better right now. So we teamed up with Weapon Hex Customs to let you guys know that if you really are about this figure life, hit them up. Tell them that your bottom boy sent you. Peace. And we are back. It's your boys, the Chibata boys. Yes, and you guys know what, what time it is and what time it is in the episode. What time is it? Bah, 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 bah. Boop, 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 boop. Uh-huh. Let, let me check my watch. Check, check, check out my melody. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. As we all know, this is this is Kay's favorite segment. And, uh, you know, we're joined by OG Rich, man. So, That's what's of up. course, we got to get his take on the music, man. He's from Houston. You know what I'm saying? Born and raised, right, OG? Well, not born, but I've okay. been there pretty much Houston all my life. Uh, okay. You know, since 70. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the so, town. Oh, that's, oh, that's yeah, home. Yeah. You, 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 you was there right at the turn of the, of the century when hip-hop yes, was sir. becoming the thing. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah, becoming man. a bo- newborn baby. That's right. That's what's up. For, <laughs> for man, real, I got to ask, man, because we kind of talked about this in one of your lives where you mentioned screw tapes, man. Did you ever go to the screw house and, yes, and, sir. and, get, and get screw tapes from screw? Or Man, look, okay. Well, first of all, that was like, to get a screw tape back in those days, you had to 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 be in the, you either had to be in the streets, mm-hmm. and you had to know screw person. I didn't know screw person or whatever, so I would wind up getting dubs of of, of screw tapes. Um, screw before this was like when he was selling out of his house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cops raided screw house. Yeah, they mm-hmm. thought he was doing drugs. I mean, he had so much traffic going to his house yeah. over these tapes. Mm-hmm. To where they thought, you know, I mean, he was he was a drug dealer. So, um, <laughs> but I mean, he would he would uh, do shows uh, or uh, but it, not shows, but he would do uh, appearances like at car shows. Yeah, and the line would be out the door. I mean, you know, what I'm saying these takes were just that popular. So, mm-hmm. but eventually, what he did was he opened up a brick and mortar. And he had yeah. a mm-hmm. all he sold was screw tapes. Mm-hmm. And bro, we talking about about three hundred, at least three hundred tapes, if not more. Yeah. And um, you know, so screw screw was uh, that was the culture back in the mm-hmm. ni- early nineties for sure. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. And I know I, now I, that the that the store is still open, actually. Yeah, the store is still open. They they moved the location. It was off of uh Cullen and now it's uh, in South Park and now it's uh over in Hiram Claw. Mm. So yeah, it's it, the, his family still has it and you know That's his family is still eating. I mean, That's think about that. You know what I'm saying? Screw was popular back in the early 90s and his family is still yeah. eating off the music. So. And, and yeah. it's crazy because um, actually, I, I know now that they actually uh, have put the tapes on CDs. So, yes, sir. you know, at last, you know, when, um, you know, the George Floyd mur murder happened, it's crazy because George Floyd is actually on those screw tapes rapping. Mm -hmm. Wow! Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yes, so I bought one. It, it, you was, know what's funny? What's funny though is, man, is that you know Floyd was. I mean, he was a cat that was just always around. He's mm -hmm. actually in a video too. He's in, uh, I think, Scarface and Zero's video. Yeah, and he was just hanging out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So he was just a he was just a staple guy. I mean, you know what I mean? With yeah. Went to Jack Yates, I want to say, and uh, you know he was just around the people. And it's funny though, man, that that somebody uh, after it happened and all the protests and stuff uh, broke out or whatever, it was weird, man, because it's like, man, it's amazing that this cat from the South Side, you know, mm -hmm. changed the world. And yeah, his, his death literally did. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah shout and out it's to crazy Detroit, how, man, for yeah, real. it's crazy how his death um, even brought more attention to the. Uh, to the screw tapes, man, and actually, mm -hmm. you know, people started going back and buying them again. And I mean, it's, yeah. it's part of the reason why I bought one, you know. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though, man. It's like that those those tapes, man. They they are. Here's the thing. I think that they launched so many careers. Mm -hmm. You know, Absolutely. it's um that's the that's the thing about it. You know, what I'm saying. So I, I'll tell you a quick story. One of the reasons why Screw did his music the way he did it was because there were a lot of rappers that would rap real fast. Right. And you didn't know what they were saying. Mm -hmm. And so he would slow down the pitch. So even though it was a psychedelic effect to it or whatever, yeah. mm -hmm. um, you could tell what they were actually saying. And, um, you know, Screw was, a, was original in that he, you know, was for slowing down the pitch. But it's funny though, because he actually, the idea came from a cat called Daryl Scott. There's a DJ in, in Houston called Daryl Scott. Daryl mm -hmm. Scott did what they call the chopping. You know what I'm saying? You know how you get to chop the music, yeah. or whatever. So what people call screwed and chop, chopping part of it or whatever is, is something that he started. Mm -hmm. And um, Screw just added that element to it. So it became, you know, world famous and you know, like I said, launched a lot of careers and even a lot of the cats that we heard on a screw tape. Here's the thing. We wouldn't necessarily hear East Coast artists on the yeah. radio, right. but we would hear them on screw tapes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So because screw, he 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 messed with everybody. He, he wasn't just germane to what was going on in the South. You know what I'm saying? But we heard a lot of those East Coast artists. Yeah. Biggie, when he first popped or whatever on screw tapes. Yeah. So, yeah. See that that makes me that That's makes me think, man, OG, when you say that, you know, about the influence of of the radio and the mixtape game and you know, just how music the way mm -hmm. it traveled, you know, probably just maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, music the way it moved around the world was was totally different um at yep. a time. And it's like 
how, like why did the radio die for number one <laughs> you know why did it die and what is it do we ever think it's gonna you know gonna come back you know like streaming is a big deal now man like there's a conversation that was going on the other day um that you know i'll let y'all answer that question first so you know the radio you know like why do we think it died and do we think it's ever gonna come back you know do we think well, it's ever gonna i come think back? i think radio mm-hmm. died when they started just playing the same song every every hour yeah you know back in the day you used to have to wait a long time to hear yeah. a certain record they didn't play songs 15 20 times in an hour yeah you had to sit through things you had to sit through through a lot of music to get to that song again. So if you like, if you were like me, I, I come from the era of actually putting a tape in the radio, waiting Absolutely. for the song to come on, taping Absolutely. songs off of the radio. Yep. So I think that's when 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 radio really died. But at the same time, it's like streaming, man. It's just like with Spotify, with you know all these these things, man. You're able to make your own playlist. You're able to play what you want to hear. It makes listening to yeah. music a lot easier than turning the radio and hearing a million commercials and yeah, you know, I don't know. It's one of those. Things. I mean, I agree with the with the playlist um, situation, but I feel like the radio stations can make their own playlists as well. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. with with mm-hmm. the artists in their city. You know what I'm saying? Like they they can make their own playlist. You know, Houston, they can make their own playlists. New York, California, Florida, like every those those major radio stations can kind of curate their own playlist to break artists. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of artists that we aren't hearing from. You know what I'm saying? Because the formula that plays on the radio, like you said, okay, is it's the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the cadence is the same on a lot of songs that play and on I the radio. That's the thing too. So like back in the day, man, like from what I've heard from other regions in, in 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 the country, certain stations they play like your Jay Z's and your you know your main artists, but then you would hear artists from those regions yeah. on the radio, and it's not like that uh, over here for sure. Right. It's like, never like that in New York. <laughs> yeah, like before you jump in, OG, like there used to be a time where you on a Friday night, the radio stations would have like a whole crew come in. You know what I'm saying? From maybe like state property or whatever, like that's in the area. And they would kind of take over the radio station for a few hours doing the freestyles and breaking new music mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The radio was super important to the culture. And we don't have that no more. So what are your what are your thoughts on that, OG? Well, I mean, you know, I I you know, I'm I'm a little older than you guys. So I remember when the radio reflected the culture. Mm-hmm. When you you could hear Ohio players, you could hear Maze, you could hear uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, right. you could hear uh, Osley Brothers, you could hear Isaac Hayes, all different styles, same music, right? But right. all different styles on the radio. Yeah. And um, I'll tell you what what killed one word. Talk to us, Napster. <laughs> Napster, yeah, Napster yeah. killed radio, and um, you know because what what Napster did through the technology was basically gave us music on demand. Because that's yeah. the thing, you know, you used to have to call a DJ, DJ For play my song. Hour. Come yeah. on, I need you to Question. play my song or that kind of thing. Yeah, you had that, but now <laughs> you don't need that. 
You don't need right, the DJ right, no more. Right. It's it's kind of like what happened. I, I'll give you an analogy, and I'm, I'm hoping that it works with this analogy I'm going to use. But basically, what talk radio did, sports talk radio did, there used to be these shows that you would hear on the radio nationally, right? But what happened is people wanted more regional stuff. And so what they did was they basically kicked out the national uh, stations or whatever and just did regional stuff, like football season, for example. People don't want to hear about the Cowboys if you're in New York. They right. want to hear about the Giants. They want to hear about the Jets. They don't want to they, they want to hear what they want to hear. When we're right. in Houston, we don't want to hear about the Cowboys. They right down the street, but we want to, we want to hear nothing but Texas. And so people people's interest or whatever, you know, kind of changed, flavor changed. But what happened not necessarily with radio, but with music in general, yeah, is that people got laced. The creativity in music today is not the same as it was. And what's heartbreaking for me, and I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a quick second. You had a cat like uh, Kanye West, who basically changed production Mm-hmm. along the lines of say a Dr. Dre. See, music has only changed a few times in a in a few generations or whatever or right. you know. And so he he kind of opened up the melodic part and gave us quote unquote emo rap which birthed yeah. your your favorite artist Drake. <laughs> so, you know, say but but Drake has become this god or this king. Yeah. When he really in my opinion is an average MC. I mean, this is my I opinion. I agree, one hundred percent. He's average. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not the. He's not the best MC that's out here. He's right. just not. And he'll probably tell you that himself. He'll never. He'll never claim that. But what he does do, because he did it in Houston, he he Talk messed with the it. culture, whatever. Talk about and it. And he incorporates it into his style. He did the same thing. You know, out out west, or out east, you start messing with Jamaicans or whatever. Before you know it, he talk about he, he talk about things and all I that mean, stuff. That's what he did, though. <laughs> you know, I mean, what I'm saying? I, I mean, to what? me, people I'm gonna let OG cult- host the rest of this show. <laughs> I'm gonna it's let cultural OG. appropriation on this. <laughs> OG, I'm gonna see you a shirt, man. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? But you know, again, I think that that's what happened to music, though. And so yeah. ultimately, everybody sounds the same now. It sounds the and same. And so when man. Drake drops whatever, it's a, it's a, it's you know, it's a, something. It's a major event. And it's like, yeah. come on, y'all. You know, I, I don't want to down people's taste or whatever. Because I mean, think about it. Your biggest artist uh, in the '90s was Pac and Big, right? Right. And both of them die. And no one really took up that mantle. Jay has the spot. Jay-Z has the spot because Biggie died. Let's be clear. Yeah. Jay has the spot because of what happened with Biggie, in, in my humble opinion. And if Biggie had lived, man, Biggie would still be killing it. As a matter of fact, you wouldn't even see the MC that you see today. Just because yeah. artists yeah. back in those days and, and to me, Wu Tang was the last movement uh, uh, for as you know, as far as super competitive MCs or whatever. I think Wu Tang was the last movement. And I don't want to just—I don't want to say that there aren't any because there, there are some dope MCs out here. Yeah. But well, what I mean by movement is, is that you know, when you heard Wu Tang, 
the artists that were around at that time, you know what? They heard they heard Triumph, they heard uh 36 return to 36 champ, they heard all of that, even as crazy as ODB was. They would hear that and it's like, man, I gotta right. go back to the lab. Right. I, I, I got it, I got it. You know what I'm saying? They right. they were they were it was more competitive back in those days. And so, you know, I, I think with music being what it is, it's just, I mean, I just think everybody's high. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's drug music. It's, it's Percocet, bro. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, but you're right, because they're not rapping it's, it's, about it's, selling it. They're rapping about using it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's crazy. so it's like, I tell people, if you want to, if you want to know the history of the people, just look at their music. Yeah. So the the the, the 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 society is high, right? You know, jump, um, jump. go ahead and jump I'm, in, Kay. I mean, <laughs> I know like, funny, but it's like, nah, like, like I feel what he's saying. I just feel that like the like the younger generation, I feel like they just kind of need to learn their place a little bit. Like if you weren't yeah. around for for Michael Jackson and you weren't around for Biggie and you weren't around for Tupac and and you know these young you know these guys. I feel like you don't have an opinion to base on it. You can't that compare. Part. You can't compare the young thugs to Andre, and you know, just these. these yeah. I, I just feel like, yeah, it's people being ignorant. But it's yeah, just yeah. like, like I think we kind of had this discussion too, where where young thug said that he never heard a DMX record until he died. You know? Right. Yeah. And it's just like you know, <laughs> that's, it, that's insane. Yeah, that's incredibly insane. And it's just like when DMX came out. I remember when DMX came out. And DMX had the world. You know, had yeah, I call I call here, Cap you know? on that. Man, I call Cap on that. There's no way. Yeah, I just he feel like probably, you know what? He, he, I'm gonna be honest. He probably was high. That's why he don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he I'm said. Just he, said. He, he said after DMX died, he started seeing dogs everywhere. Like. Like, come on, yeah, as long okay. as dogs have been on this that's how, that sounds like, like a high statement. Yeah, that sounds like a good thing to say. But I don't know. Like I said, it's just to me, like like I like I just said, like like with the younger generation, they they can go back and listen to the stuff, and if, hey, it doesn't suit them, fine. Right. But they can't sit here and base an opinion on it. Yeah. Not when when they were. Okay, let me ask you: Do you think that the OGs have have one to sleep at the wheel? Uh, some have. I think they some, went to sleep I, at the wheel. I believe that that a lot have, a lot have. There was a point in time where I felt that that like met the man fell asleep at the wheel. I feel that there's times where where there was a point in, like I, I, I'll go back like, even myself like towards like 2013 and the 2014 I stopped checking for new music because I just didn't feel. I didn't feel hip hop was for me at that time. Like I grew up on Nas's, I grew up on the J's, I grew up on the Woo, and you know, I started listening to hip hop after Biggie and Tupac died. So my generation, so when I think of like my generation, my generation is the locks, it's Wu-Tang, it's, you know? So I've gone back and listened to things and to, to things that, that came before the time that I started listening and I, I'm a student, so I automatically was a sponge and just learned about things, but I never sat back and based an opinion on it where I would compare this generation to that generation. I just, I just do feel that a lot of guys did get lazy. I feel that a lot of people may have gotten success early and then didn't know how to deal with it. You know, I, I think of things like that. I do think that a lot of people kind of just did fall asleep at the wheel, or I think a lot of people just didn't take their their legend seriously right i mean i guess that 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 kind of like 
goes to also like you can say that them falling asleep at the wheel they didn't really reach out to mentor any of these young cats that came up behind them you know what i'm saying so these guys don't really know how to move around in the game as well because they don't have the guidance you know what i'm saying and when you can just jump on on soundcloud or put music out streaming on your own you don't even need a record label and you got a million followers telling you that you dope now at this point you're not gonna listen to nobody else <laughs> you know what i'm saying you're gonna listen to none of them ogs now so i think yeah i, I agree with k they did fall asleep at the wheel but them falling asleep at the wheel might have affected the game a little bit further down the line than See, just and, themselves. And that's the thing too with like the followers thing that everybody kind of goes by. People see somebody has a million followers and they're like, mm. oh, they're popping because they have a million followers. Yet there's a lot of artists that have millions of followers now, but not many artists go platinum right. anymore. You know what I'm saying? If you're a rapper or an artist now, you're lucky to gold is the standard now. Gold is like the success standard now, or selling over two hundred thousand is like the standard now. Yeah. So it's yeah, like there's a Stream, lot of people streaming that, definitely hurt that too, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. And I, mean, I, I think that what what is what kind of this generation now? It's like people are more fans of people's Instagrams and, and Twitters than they are of the actual music too. Yeah. But um, switching <clears throat> topics real quick, um, you guys had mentioned some things, you know, OG, you had mentioned uh, the competitive nature that's that's in hip hop and, you know, K, you were mentioning the new generation and things like that. Um, K, you had mentioned last week after we recorded, you checked out the verses, right? Yeah. And you said that verses is probably about to be done with. <laughs> You know what I'm well, saying? Like it might yeah. be coming. It might it might be coming to a close, right? But, think, but, okay. but hold on, hear me I, out. Hear I'll me explain out. that. I'll explain my my, yeah. my, my thing. Hear me out. Hear me out on this. And I and I kind of agree with you with that because of two things. Uh, the competitive nature of it is okay at times. At times, but the new generation you know with the people being in the crowd now and able to go out the vibe is completely off now because of you know the technology during the during the lockdown of the pandemic everybody was just watching from their phone you know what i'm saying so it was a totally different vibe but now you're getting people in the crowds and they not really rocking with these old dudes like that because they're disconnected from that those, those classic joints you know what i'm saying so yeah. the vibe seems to be starting to fall apart a little bit and you know when, when you said that it kind of got me thinking like is this is this coming is this, is, it, is it time to wrap it up or or do we still got a few few good battles left in there okay see what i think my thing was i, I said this mainly because of the the fat joe and ja rule battle mm -hmm. first off on paper that battle does not make sense because it's not like it's not like a locks dipset, even though that there wasn't no animosity in there, yeah. but there was still that competitive nature. And I right. think with a lot of like, yeah. So I think with, with like with that in particular, these guys were like, they were competing. Then they were kind of dissing. They were, they were cracking their little jokes here and there. Right. But then at the end, it ended with, with them hugging. Right. And I'm right. like, yo, like if the, the word versus 
it's supposed to there's supposed to be some type of vic, uh, there's supposed to be a victor there you know what i mean right. somebody's supposed to win this it's not supposed to end in a tie or a hug <laughs> you know what i mean you're supposed to take the other person's head off you're supposed to want to win that you're not supposed to make it easy you know yeah. you're not supposed to like i don't know like it, to me that battle i heard like fat joe gave up rounds and he was like i'm gonna take a break this round and yeah. It just got to like like a corny place. I feel like, and I think they tried to do what they tried to capture the the magic that the locks and dipset had, and it just didn't work. Yeah, like Fat Joe was giving away Birkin bags, and and you know, <laughs> like he was giving gifts. He was like, yo, it was just like a weird thing that just made it. It wasn't. That. It wasn't a versus. It was just a show at that point. Yeah, and then there's certain ones where where like they had like Raekwon and Ghostface. They didn't battle. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, who else was it that was on there that did a uh, Method Redman did a battle? They just did a Method Redman show. Yeah, you know. So there's certain like matchups that sounded cool but didn't make sense. And you know, I think it's reaching its point now where it's kind of like I think the job rule and 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 Fat Joe one battle just to me just kind of it, it's, it's showing a little bit of the decline that's going to be coming with these things yeah. i don't know if they've announced any since then yeah apparently but, diddy and um jd are supposed to do one yeah well that um, one that that's interesting and that, diddy said said i respect you but i respectfully decline yeah. he's like i'm waiting for dre yeah. which i think makes sense but jermaine dupree right, for them too yeah does make sense though yeah, I cream. mean he 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 was running yeah. the south so at, yeah. at a time, you know what I'm saying? So but uh so, so OG def, oh, so, so def is Atlanta. Right, you know, so. exactly, exactly. OG, have you have you tuned into any of these verses, man? Does it does it appeal to you at all? <laughs> Not really. I mean yeah. I, I mean I'll just be perfectly honest. That they just, and the reason why it doesn't really appeal to me is because um to me music is music but at the same time it's it's a little different when you're trying to like you say cut someone's head off you know yeah um you know if you're gonna you're talking about hip-hop it's a battle the closest thing i would say versus force personified was the the locks dipset battle you know what i'm saying where you literally had an mc take the head off of a, some washed up rappers I'm, you right. know, yeah, i like yeah. dipset but Jada Kiss did that, <laughs> so right. you know what I'm saying. So, but I mean, to me though, um, it, it just doesn't. You know, to me, to give you an example, you talk about Dre. Diddy wants to wake the Drake. Well, I, I don't even think Dre's gonna take that, even even if he wanted to. And the reason why is because, you know, Diddy has a lot of R&B hits. Dre doesn't. Yeah. You know, Dre worked with one R&B artist, and it happened to be his ex-wife, and he happened to beat her. Right. Oops. Yeah, he can't play that song. Yeah, I can't you even know, name him. That's, it. that's all Dre got as far as that goes. <laughs> right. He's worked with other artists like Jewel when she was a death row. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see wow. who else. Truth hurts. She Truth had like hurts one really hit, good. but that's it. No, she no. One hit. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, Dre, Dre. You know, now I'm gonna be honest. Now we, if they just keep it strictly hip hop, Diddy better bring his lunch. Cause as much as as cold as all that biggie stuff he had, you talking about all of the NWA catalog? Yeah, Snoop Dogg. The Snoop Dogg catalog. Yeah. <laughs> and Dre, and Dre stuff. stuff. Is, oh, yeah, and Dre stuff. And, and Dre singular stuff. 
Yeah. Because I mean, man, that that look, Diddy got hits. Yeah. But Dre got smashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, and I really feel like if that battle were to happen, if if it ever happened, which I don't think it will, I think that would be the end of versus. Like you don't need to do nothing else after that. <laughs> like. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. You only give a do anything. Like that would be like the highest point that this thing could go, and you could end it on that. No, win the championship yeah. and go on home, retire. It's kind of funny, you know. They uh, asked Ice Cube about uh, doing verses. Yeah, and Cube was like, he wouldn't do it, but what he would like to do is like if he was to go against anybody, he would want to just he would want to play their catalog. Whoever he was going against, he would he would pull there. The person he was gonna fight yeah. or, or go against, he would want like like a DJ would. Right. And I'm gonna play your. I'm gonna play this track. I'm gonna play that track. He wanted to do it like that because they asked Scarface. Scarface, you know, he did a Drink Champs uh, interview, and 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 they asked Face about it. Face said he wouldn't do it, um, and you know, Face is, you know. And I'll be honest, as far as solo artists and rappers or whatever, no, there's very few rappers that got a catalog as big as Scarface. I mean, there's a few, yeah, but not a whole Scarface lot. Scarface is and, incredible. Um, Scarface is my favorite. You know, one of my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I could see him, you know, doing maybe a, a, a battle with with Ice Cube, but you know, yeah. Either that way, be, that would be saying? that would be fun. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. see for sure, yeah. that would be something exactly. fun to see, like just for the love and just for the celebration of those two dope artists, you know, that came out of groups and it went on to have like super dope solo careers and other things for sure. But you know what we don't get enough of though on Versus is that we don't get enough like female hip hop artists. You know what I'm saying? Like we haven't had enough. We haven't had any, I don't even think. You know what I'm saying? We've had the one. R&B. We had one. Who was the hip hop one? I know, had I know we had Erica yeah, Badu and Jill Scott. Um, you, had, you had Trina and Eve. You had Trina oh, and Eve. Yeah, Trina oh yeah. I didn't see that one. I, didn't I see forget. That. I actually forgot about that. I forgot that, about that. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't even know twenty Eve songs. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know twenty Eve songs. Exactly. Either. You didn't miss that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, 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 and I know I don't know twenty. You know? Twenty yeah. songs. Yeah. But that got me thinking, man. You know, I think uh, since you know the females haven't been celebrated enough on the verses. Uh, who are some of your guys, you know, you guys' favorite um, female hip-hop artists, man? Like, who who is somebody that you can, you know, put on well, and just rock to all day? Well, me, I like I like uh, Remy Ma. Remy, Remy okay. Ma is one of my favorites. Uh, okay. Little Kim Foxy. Those are always classic, though. Yeah. Yeah. But if I had to pick, it'd definitely be, like, Remy Ma for sure. There's another art, uh, female rapper by the name of Jean Grey that's really dope as well. Okay. Okay. What about you, OG? Well, my favorite is, would be uh, MC Light. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Light, Light. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, Light was to me Light's the whole package, and yeah, um, yeah. You know, she she was a dope storyteller. Uh, could battle for sure. Right. Um, you know, uh, she she uh, yeah, she was just dope, legendary, legendary yeah. status for sure. I like Remy. Um, as far as female MCs, uh, going out west, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Medusa. I've heard of Medusa. Yeah, Medusa, Medusa is 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 pretty dope on the, from the west coast. Um, mm-hmm. One particular MC out of Chicago, not not the brat, but um, 
she did the um she did the, the duo with with uh ludicrous um, oh shauna shauna yes oh, yeah, shauna. she's from chicago shauna, yeah she's from chicago oh, she's a beast i had no she's idea a beast. Uh, she is yeah. a beast she's a beast I didn't know that. But uh, yeah, I like I like Shauna, but, but you know, yeah. um, there's an old there's an old school. Well, not she's not an old school MC, but she's been around a while. There's a there's a there's a sister named Tony Hickman. She used to she, she used to flow with the uh, Suave House. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a they had a rap group called Nola, and she it was a duo, and uh, I like her flow. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, she just won a grant. I mean, not a Grammy. She just won an Emmy. Really? For a um, yeah, she just won an Emmy for a uh, documentary, uh, oh, nice. the music from a documentary that's on Netflix. What happened with her was she she was uh, um, she was just about to get signed or whatever, and she wound up having uh, an aneurysm. Oh, and wow. uh, matter of fact, she had two aneurysms and a stroke. Jeez. And so she had been out of yeah. music. She had been out of music for a while. She came back, and um, you know she was working, I guess, with what they call, an organization called Crip Hop. And it's basically, you know, MCs that have disabilities. Yeah. And so she she found her her niche uh, through that. So you can Google Tony Hickman. I mean, she, yeah. she's dope for real. So you can check her out, but yeah. yeah. But but hands down, light's my favorite, so yeah. Yeah, I it's think um, for me, I definitely will, uh, you know, Lauren Hill, I just, you know, the miseducation of Lauryn Hill, just the mixture of how she attacked it with the R&B and the hip hop. I, I love hybrid artists for sure. Um, uh, Rhapsody, she's a she's a beast. Um, from I think she's from North Carolina. She's a beast, man. But she's you know she's on the new you know on the on the newer side of of, of music right now. Um, but I think hands down, and I didn't realize it until this weekend. Um, my fiance was like, Yo, I feel like hearing some Missy Elliott, and I was like, Oh, word? okay, so I, I put some Missy Elliott on, okay. and man, I jammed to every <laughs> single song that yep. I was hearing. And I'm like, Yo, I didn't Missy realize Cole. this, Missy's Cole, but I didn't, I think I was a big Missy fan, like, I knew everything, <laughs> you know. And it's just like from the from the, the just the rapping part of it, the then she can mix in the singing and producing she writes for people like she's just right. super cold super, man super cold with it. yeah, yeah it's crazy because her her name doesn't come up in a lot of it really a lot of does these conversations and i think it was just mainly because she was so i guess commercial but damn I, or or super super humble you know what i'm saying like That's she, true. Was, she wasn't always like in in people's faces all the time with her stuff but then she would turn around and put a song out like, uh, like beat biters. You know what I'm saying? And be talking hella trash on there, like, yo, y'all trying to jack our whole flow, and I'm calling every one of y'all out for it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Missy got songs with like everybody, and she always yeah. going on them. Always, and that and she that's has a song. She has a song with Eminem that's that's pretty dope too. Yeah, she got a song with ASAP Ferg. You know that was pretty dope. Like I'm like, man, she. Like you said, she can get on with anybody, man, and handle and handle business. So my, yeah. one of my favorite Missy Elliott songs um, is uh, she did a song with Juvenile and BG. Look at that! Uh, that was dope. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. It was that. It was dope. I mean, you know, yeah. Missy, Missy's cold with it. I, I, you yeah. know, I think that she doesn't get the love. Let's just be honest, because she's one. She was a full figure sister. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's basically Lizzo before Lizzo. Right. Yeah. You know, so right. you know more wow. talented, if that makes any sense. Right. Um, <laughs> you know. And 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 I mean, you know, that's that, that's not to take away from Lizzo, or no, whatever, but I just think not. that they, I think they 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 they, are f- you could tell Lizzo was a, a Missy fan. I, yeah. I'll say it yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You, you see the, the but, difference, but you can see the similarities as well. Yeah. Yeah. Different times. Um, different times. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and I and I just think that you know, with her, you know, she came around. You know, Missy came out when when Foxy was hitting. Yeah. Lil' Kim was hitting that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Brat was still doing her thing. So she didn't get the spotlight like that because, you know, hey, sex sells. Yeah. And she really wasn't selling that. She was just kind of, she would talk about it in her music, but it wasn't the focus thing. You know, her things was, she had the dope videos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Her, her videos were always crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, her production was just bananas or whatever. Her and Timberland, Timberland. that crew, man, if you think yeah. about it, because you guys were talking about Aaliyah last Aaliyah, week. Aaliyah, yeah. <laughs> that that was that was a machine there, bro. Yeah, that was. I mean, for that for that time period, as brief as it was, they they, yeah. they were on top of the pile for sure. They, they handled business there in, in VA for sure, for sure, man. And um, yes, they did. Yeah, yes, they. Did. I, I I would I would love to see Missy if she would ever just like come out of whatever like little corner she's in, chilling in, just looking at all her platinum albums on her wall i would i wouldn't mind seeing her do a versus with somebody you know what i'm saying i think it would be really it'd be entertaining a, it, it, uh, it'd be too much of a wash who would she do it with who would she do that's it what with? i'm saying it'd be a wash it's i mean at the, t- at the time people when people were calling for missy i agree with this one i think it would have been dope if she would have battled buster rhymes to be honest with you like for, for the two, it, them both being so animated at the time in their videos and just the way they attack different beats like melodic stuff or super hardcore hip-hop stuff like i think that would have been a dope battle yo i think that would have been a dope battle i think it would have been too much man (laughs) but that's what they but that's the thing that's what they are they are too much like you remember her first video bro like she was in the the big old balloon joint like all in your face i can't stand the rain like they both are just too much and that's you know to me that's the best part of them is that they're just too much and, but they are beasts, you know, but I don't know, man. I don't know who on the female side she would go against. Um, I feel like it would I, have to be I, like, I, like Nicki Minaj, man. It just the top and the top. Uh, I, I mean, she, I think she would murder Nicki, to be honest with you. But, you know, this yeah. young generation, I, you know what? Got, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go Twitter I'm, fingers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to go Jersey. I'm going to go Jersey on Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. That would be a beautiful. That would be a beautiful battle, yo. <laughs> that would be a beautiful Queen battle. Latifah. The respect between the two of them would be just so yeah. high. Queen Latifah got, got got a lot of sleeper hits. Yeah, on the she low, do. Man. She really she has does. A, she has a New Jersey anthem that is that that should be like like the state's national anthem. <laughs> is that the one with the uh, Buster Rhymes sample? Uh, the I can't forget New Jersey. Nah, I don't think. Yeah. Is that Buster that she sampled? No, no, not Buster. There's Marquee. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, 
Where oh. is it? I can't forget New Jersey. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was on New Jersey Drive soundtrack. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah, exactly. Sure, sure was. was. Yeah. I remember that soundtrack. Yeah. Yep. What about Just Another Day? I don't know, man. So, That'd be a nice yeah. battle, yo. She's got hits. She got Ladies hits. first. You and ITY. You and ITY. Yeah. yeah, she could go house, and I know you know. I know you love house music, Amir. So I do. You know, what I'm saying coming to my house, that that yeah. joint. Yeah, you got joints. Uh, yeah, I, my uncle sweet, used to put that the in the mix every once in a while for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, man. Know. I don't think anybody wants it with Latifah, man. That's that's. Hey, I think I, th- I think <laughs> I think I'm a Jersey boy all day, but that would be a great yeah. battle between the two of them. That, that's the that's the town right there, man. That's that's the that's the hometown right there. Yeah. Now 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 you you guys are Jersey guys, so uh-huh. you know my mm. one of my my one of my favorite Jersey MCs, of course, is is Redman. Okay. Yeah. And. Um, uh, you know, I, I I think Redman does not get. I think he does in some places, but I don't think he gets the real, the real love. I mean, Redman's catalog is amazing, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what it you, is, man, go, is, is, is the is the weed thing kind of overshadowed that early on. Yeah, early on. Yeah, as I think people just look at him as like a stoner rapper. You know what I mean? Yeah. People don't realize that 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 he gets busy. Right, and he, and he was doing it for man, a very dude, long time. Yeah, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was doing it for a very long time. So, yeah. he, he does. But you know, sometimes they, they had these, these these they had these things where they's like, well, give me your top three, or or if you could do like three albums in a row, and 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 I would put Redman's first three albums against anybody, bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at that. Well, fellas. This has been a blast. Uh, we definitely gave them a lot, a lot of info as always, man. Um, OG, it's, it was a pleasure to have you join us, man. Um, keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing your thing with Black Comic Lures. Keep educating us on, on these books, on life. You know, it's needed. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, like how, yes, how some of those OG rappers fell asleep at the wheel. You definitely, sir, you have not fallen asleep at the wheel, and, and we appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, make sure you guys continue to tune in on Sundays or during the week on Black Comic Lords or Black Superheroes Forever. OG will be in there schooling you. But listen, man, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, you know, make sure you guys subscribe uh, to Paperbacks and Soundtracks on, on all major platforms. You know what it is if you've been listening. If you ain't listening, just hit up Paperbacks and Soundtracks on Instagram. We got the link tree there for everything that we got going on, including the merchandise and all this good stuff, man. Uh, once again, OG Rich, thanks for joining us from Black Comic Lords. K, I know OG Rich is here, but you got to give us the message, man. You got to, people got to hear this message before we go, brother. Yeah, man. You guys already know my marching orders, and it's just, I'm just going to keep it very simple, man. So just please. Wear your mask, wash your hands, and if you're venturing out into public or anywhere where you're around people that are not socially distancing, please, very importantly, extremely importantly, mm-hmm. wash your ass. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I love that that just happened with OG. Cleanliness is next to godliness. I ain't mad at that. Preach a word. <laughs> 
But listen, man, we out of here, man. We appreciate y'all listening. Everybody stay safe. And remember, you don't need superpowers to be a superhero. Peace.